Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Hey, it's Saturday. You know what time it is. It's time for the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. It's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems I am your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and I love that today of all days, we get to coach and teach and inspire how to take responsibility for your health. Our topic is a very controversial topic. We're going to be discussing the benefits of having elevations in the correct types of cholesterol in your body. I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, cholesterol, isn't it supposed to be super low? Shouldn't I keep my numbers in this specific range? It's what's going to prevent me from having a heart attack. But guys, there's recent and new research out there pointing out that cholesterol is a substance that you need if we keep lowering it by following standard prescriptive numbers and taking medications, we can actually cause harm to the human body. In fact, listen to this. Did you know that according to the National Institutes of Health, a massive meta-analysis was done that if you drive your cholesterols down less than 160, I want you to listen to this. You could have compromised immune function, higher rates of depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety, impaired liver function, difficulty making sex hormones, testosterone drops for men, estrogen goes out of balance for women. A huge likelihood between that and hypo and hyperthyroidism. So low cholesterol, thyroid function starts to go out. Greater risks, listen to this, for stroke, dementia, and brain-related deaths. Increased risk for cancer. In the 1980s, the Journal of American Medical Association actually found out if you drive your total cholesterol down under 140, that is a red flag technically of cancer within your body. We tend to see increase towards infections, so chronic colds and flus, bronchitis, increased risks of cataracts. So just listen to this list, okay? This is the National Institutes of Health saying if your cholesterol is too low, you could actually cause all these compromised harmful effects within your body. And unfortunately, a lot of patients I work with say their doctors are super happy when their cholesterol numbers are low because they medicate. So I'm here to tell you that cholesterol is a fatty substance that you need. You need it for brain function. You need it for hormone production. You need it for your immune response. And contrary to popular belief, it is not the enemy that you think it is. Now, do they need to be in specific ratios? Yes. But we have lost the, uh, what I'll call sort of idea 
that there's a function and a reason behind why our body innately created makes its own cholesterol and does it in response, are you ready for this, to the amount of sickness in your body. So if you're unhealthy, your cholesterol levels will be high because they're attempting to compensate either for a deficiency or because there's another health issue going on that you're not aware of. And if all we do is hone in and look straight at the cholesterol numbers, you're going to be blindsided and your doctor's going to say things like, you know what? You need to take a statin. And that unfortunately is a challenge. Now, let me tell you why. Statins themselves have been shown to have tremendous amount of side effects, including muscles and joint pains. Uh, cataracts, we see higher amounts of cataracts in patients that are long-term taking statin use. Diabetes is another induction that can happen because of taking statins. Headaches can be a complication, erectile dysfunction for men, libido loss for women, hormone disturbances, impaired digestion, acid reflux, indigestion, gas, bloating, etc. Generally, we start to see a fatty liver form up. And then watch this, guys. One of the number one side effects of using a statin long-term, lack of focus, lack of attention, difficulty remembering, brain fog, lack of cognition. And I wonder why, okay? Your brain is primarily made of cholesterol. And if we constantly lower our cholesterol levels to make our numbers look good, we sacrifice the health benefits that actually cholesterol can give you. And here's what's interesting. The Journal of Atherosclerosis found out that the use of a daily statin can actually be associated with an increased risk of calcification and or coronary placking. In fact, I've had this conversation with several patients. My doctor identified a said percentage of blockage in my heart. They said my cholesterol levels were high. I started the statin six months, a year goes by. I got a repeat test and the blockage is increased. So what it was supposed to do, right, is lower your cholesterol levels and decrease the plaquing within the artery. But a lot of people find that their plaques get worse even when taking a statin. And what that should hint to you is that it's not an excess in the amount of cholesterol that causes the plaque. In fact, a lot of new research is actually suggesting uh, total cholesterol isn't as a direct heart marker as we thought. It's more about your inflammation. It's more about your metabolic function. In fact, let me tell you this. If you wanted to have a true assessment of cardiovascular function, yes, we need to look at your cholesterol numbers, but not to find out, is it over 200? We have to look at the ratios, which I'm going to teach you today. But guys, we also need to look at, are there inflammatory markers? Is C-reactive protein high? Is homocysteine high? Here's a massive connection that everyone misses. The amount of insulin in your body and the amount of resistance to your sugars burning, thus prediabetes and or diabetes, is actually a higher risk factor for cardiovascular events than having elevated cholesterol. I would be more concerned as a functional physician if I'm seeing people with prediabetes or diabetes that have normal cholesterol levels because to them, they think everything's fine. My heart's good. My cholesterol's good. Oh, I have diabetes, but what does that have to do with your heart? It has everything to do with the heart. The new research is showing inflammation in the vascular tissues because of sugars and inflammatory products 
toxins is what causes a version of leaky vessels. I want you to think of like the coronary arteries, all the veins and the arteries within your body. If they start to leak, then your body uses cholesterol and triglycerides and calcium to try to plug the holes. So the root cause can be an inflammatory process. And often patients that are taking statins have never had functional tests done. We have to look at iron and ferritin. There's a massive connection between iron storage overload disorders, high ferritin and heart disease. And we have to rule out things like leaky gut, heavy metal toxicity, nerve interference. So guys, I have everything to find for you in an updated ebook called Heart Disease Heal Thyself. I wrote this it contains the functional causes. It talks about the myths behind cholesterol. If you're taking a blood pressure medication, a statin, if you've got an arrhythmia, if you have a heart health issue, this would be the time right now to text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. I'll send you the ebook for free and watch this. In a couple weeks, it's about four weeks or so from today, November 11th, Saturday, I'm hosting a Heart Heal Thyself Masterclass. If you struggle with elevated cholesterol, elevated triglycerides, elevated blood pressure, if you've got an arrhythmia, a palpitation, a family history of heart disease, I'm here to tell you the newest research is saying it's not your genetics. Watch this. It's not really your diet. It's not bad luck and it's not your numbers that's causing your heart to have the effect. It's the lack of understanding of the functional reason why these things elevate. Okay, you have to remember again, go back to the basic design of the human body. It is innately intelligent, God created and designed to take care of itself. What we should be asking is why is your cholesterol high rather than what medication do we make to take it go down? And the challenge is most of us don't understand. There are multitudes of reasons that could cause your diet, uh, your cholesterol to go up way beyond just your diet. Okay, look. If you eat ultra processed foods, and when I say ultra, I mean, if it's got more than like five or six ingredients, it's in a box or a bag and you're microwaving it, or it's not something you created or made by cooking with real ingredients, whole foods, studies are showing again, and this makes perfect sense, doesn't it? That the more chemically produced and altered your food, the higher levels your cholesterol. Why? All the toxins, all the inflammatory fats, all the rancid seed oils create inflammation. And if you listen to me, the more inflamed you are, the higher your cholesterol. So what does taking a statin do to lower our inflammation? It actually makes it worse. The drug itself is toxic and we know their side effects. So if you're looking for a way out, again, I have an entire diet. I have the supplements. I have the herbs. I have the heart health foods all listed in my Heart Heal Thyself ebook. Take a moment, text your name your email and the word heart to 704-906-2094. If you've been a longtime listener for us for any duration of time, you guys know our information is free and transformative. We've seen patients cut their blood pressure meds back in four, five, six months, which is a short period of time. We've seen patients show evidence of overstatinine. Their cholesterol levels drop and their physicians have to say, hey, time to scale back. So is it possible to reduce and or eliminate a medication when you find the underlying root causes? Yes. And when we stop looking at the symptom, in this instance, cholesterol being high, and we now ask the question, why? 
And there's so many layers deep of why for cholesterol that I want to expose this to you in today's show and hopefully inspire you to grabbing this ebook for free. Again, join us for the masterclass on the 11th of November. I know it's about four weeks away from today, but I promise you it's going to sell out. All of our events have hundreds of people on them. And if you're listening and going like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I got a little bit of a blood pressure challenge. I have cholesterol issues. Take some action. Text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. So what are the factors that cause this massive elevation in cholesterol? Well, number one, if your diet is high in ultra processed foods and watch this, it's estimated that between 25 to 60% of the average person's intake today in the United States comes from ultra processed foods. Again, how do I know if it's ultra processed? Turn it around and look at the ingredients. If there's more than five or six, this is a processed food. If it's in a package or a wrapper or a barcode was connected to the box and you're somehow heating this thing up or throwing it in the microwave, it's a processed food. If it has artificial ingredients, preservatives and or rancid seed oils, canola, corn, etc., it's a processed food. The diet can create inflammation and the more inflamed you are, it alters your metabolism of your cholesterols. Here's what I mean by this. So many of us just think these cholesterol molecules float around in our body and they stick to things and cause plaques and could cause damage, but we actually burn and utilize cholesterol. You guys know of HDL, the good, and you know of LDL, the bad, but have you ever heard of VLDL, very low density lipoprotein? In fact, it's a protein molecule that carries your cholesterols and your triglycerides. So when they measure these numbers and they're telling you your, your uh, total cholesterol is this score, uh, now it's a lipoprotein. And when they tell you your HDL is of this level, well, it's still a lipoprotein and it's the size of the proteins and how heavy they are that determines their subclassifications. So HDLs are high density, HD, high density lipoprotein. And they, tra they traditionally carry the used cholesterol from your arteries and your veins and your organs and your brain back into your liver for processing and for cleaning. And then the LDLs, the low-density lipoproteins, those carry the new cholesterols out of the liver to go out into your body and give you an effect. And again, what are the benefits of cholesterol? Well, number one, they make your cell membranes more fluid. They give support to your cells. Some of you literally feel like you're falling apart, and it's possibly because at a molecular level you are. Lower levels of cholesterol can lead to leaks. You can have a gut leak. You can have cellular leaks. You can have vascular leaks. We know that cholesterol is vitally important for mitochondrial function. So it's energy productivity. It's your uh, essence. It's where we get our power from. So if our cholesterols are off balance, we tend to find that we're extremely fatigued. We're tired. Uh, we're not producing energy. It's a precursor for all major sex and hormones that are involved in things like testosterone and estrogen. Think of cholesterol as your backbone precursor. So what if you've been diagnosed low T, guys, and it's your body producing more cholesterol in an attempt to make more testosterone? Hey, that could be. Ladies, what if it's a progesterone estrogen imbalance and you're trying to use bioidentical hormones to make your cycle and make your body, you know, stop hot flashing and go through menopause properly. But again, if those hormones are low, your body's going to naturally increase your cholesterol in an attempt to help. 
Because again, there's benefits to this cholesterol. Cholesterol supports a healthy nervous system. Your brain is primarily made of fatty cholesterol. So if we want to do nerve repair, nerve regeneration, brain functionality, we need cholesterol. Listen to this. In 2008, the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, okay, they published a very interesting study and found that people that are in the 60 plus crowd that have higher than normal cholesterols had better memory function, better cognition, less depression, and watch this guys, they lived longer than people that had low or normal cholesterol levels. So it just kind of is a conundrum, isn't it? You've got all this research out there showing that everything we've been told is kind of like, uh, not necessarily 100% the truth. We know that cholesterol helps to prevent you from getting infections. It helps to boost your immunity. It helps to reduce inflammation. So do you see it? If your inflammatory scores are up, then your cholesterol is coming up to try to bring the inflammation down because it's at the root, the inflammation that's causing the biggest challenge. And where do we get inflamed? Number one is definitely from our diet. Number two, you might not realize this, but it's from undiagnosed insulin resistance. Okay, I talk about this a lot. Sugar is a big deal, and you must pay attention to how your body's processing sugars. Insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes and even pre-diabetes is commonly associated with low levels of HDL, high levels of LDL, high levels of triglycerides, and your doctor's going to see that and go, statin. Yet, what it is, it's the inability for you to use your insulin properly, have your body burn sugars, and reduce the inflammation that comes from elevated blood sugars and elevated A1C. The classic pattern we see is what's known as metabolic syndrome. High blood sugars, high triglycerides, high cholesterols, low HDL, high blood pressure, all of those are defined as metabolic syndrome. And when we just listen to the term, it's a metabolic disorder. It's not a cardiovascular syndrome. Now, a lot of people will say, yes, but see, my doctor's telling me I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to have a stroke. I need to lower my cholesterol levels. And look, there is truth to this, but we have to keep things in balance. Be careful about just going straight after total cholesterol because technically the number in and of itself is not really significant. And here's why. If you have really good HDL levels, 70, 80, 90, or 100, then by definition, your total cholesterol is going to go up because HDL is a part of total cholesterol. And in that instance, you might have high total cholesterol, but have really good high levels of HDLs, and then it becomes a problem. Because if we just go off the total cholesterol levels, then we're, we're at risk. And then LDL, again, is not this vilified enemy of because you have them, they're going to get stuck to your arteries. What we know is that the ratio between the two of them are extremely important. And very rarely do you see on a classic test the correct ratios being done. They'll do total to HDL and show you this number. And total to HDL, by the way, should be somewhere less than three. So if you take your total cholesterol, your HDL levels need to be nothing less than one third of your total cholesterol. And a lot of you have really low HDL levels. So you'll get a score of like four or five. And that's a risk factor. It means your body is inflamed. It means the LDL is coming out to try to go around and clean the inflammation and give you the benefits that cholesterol brings. And until you clear the underlying root issues, your LDL levels will be elevated. Another ratio that you need to look at 
is your LDL to HDLs. So how much LDL, how much HDL? Ideally, it should be three or less. And if you can accomplish two, then you're in an extremely good state of healing. And notice, because they're in ratio to each other, you could have elevated LDLs as long as your HDLs are high enough to compensate for that. And functionally, you would be metabolically strong. What we see is that this ratio is skewed when you're inflamed and or toxic or you have a metabolic dysfunction, insulin resistance, thyroid issues. That's a big one. Okay. Another one to look at is the triglyceride to HDL ratio. Ideally, you want your triglycerides to be no more than two times your HDLs. And oftentimes what we see is people will have an HDL of 40 or 50, but yet their triglycerides are like 140 or 150. So it's way too high. So again, the ideal ratios, LDL to HDL less than three, triglycerides to HDL less than two. So it's less about the numbers themselves and more about are they in balance to each other? Could you have elevated cholesterol numbers but have your ratios be normal and you be healthy? Yes. Okay, number two, instead of just looking at the ratios and the numbers, we need to also go deeper and look at functional tests. C-reactive protein, cardiac reactive protein, is a inflammatory marker that tells us the amount of inflammation within cardiovascular and liver systems. If your CRP is elevated, it tells us there's an inflammatory process. Again, note the inflammation is present and the cholesterols climb because of that. Then we need to look at fasting insulin. Even if you don't have diabetes, you have to discover, is your fasting insulin levels ideal? And most people have never had fasting insulin tested. You want fasting insulin to be easily under 10, ideally around a five. So if your insulin scores when fasting are 15 or 20 or 30, guys, that's a red flag risk factor for heart disease. If your inflammation is high, red flag. Rather than looking at cholesterols, we need to look at your functional assessments. So when I come back from this commercial break, what we're going to do is teach you how do you identify from a functional perspective the underlying root causes and what can you do right now to start lowering your cholesterol levels? Hey, one thing you can do is text your name your email and the word heart to 704-906-2094. I'll send you my free heart disease heal thyself ebook. It breaks down the myths behind cholesterol. It has an anti-inflammatory diet. It talks about the supplements you need and best yet you get free access to my masterclass healing heart disease, a functional approach Saturday, November 11th. 704-906-2094 is the number. Text your name and your email right now. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. My name is Dr. Aaron Ernst, and hey, it's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. Hey, we're coming back from a commercial break, and my goodness, the phones were exploding over the break. You guys are excited. You're happy. You're downloading my Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook. We're going to send it straight to you. 
And it seems like a lot of us listening today would love to lower their blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, improve their heart health, and for good reason. It is a silent disease because we can't feel it, so you need to start looking at metabolic function. And what we're learning today is the fact that your cholesterol numbers, though important, are not the end all of your likelihood of having heart disease. So inside the ebook is the cholesterol myth. It's the history behind how this number of ideal cholesterol became somewhat vilified and toxic to the degree of now we are over prescribing and not looking for the functional root causes. We also have a heart health diet. We have the supplements that help to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, help to reverse, you know, triglyceride issues. And we have access to my heart disease heal thyself masterclass which is coming up on the 11th of November. It's like four weeks away from today. How do you grab this new ebook? Text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. Again, we'll send you the ebook for free. We'll get you registered for the masterclass. And if you're somebody who is listening to us today and you've been taking a statin for any duration of time, if you've been taking blood pressure medications for any duration of time, arrhythmias, palpitations, triglycerides are high. If you've been told you have fatty liver, if you've been told you have something that has to do with global heart health function, there is a way to take responsibility back into your hands and physically allow your body to repair the cause and see the effect change. So is elevated cholesterol a cause? No, it is the effect. We now know today your inflammation, the amount of inflammation going on in your bodies, the more inflamed you are, the higher your cholesterol levels. We now know the more you're trending towards pre-diabetes and type 2 diabetes, which a lot of Americans, look, the majority of patients I test have elevations in blood sugars, average fasting insulin levels, uh, A1Cs in the zones that are borderline or in the pre-diabetic range, and they go, well, my doctor said I'm pre-diabetic, but hey, it's pre, so it's not a problem, and that's still a challenge because any degree of elevated sugars will cause an inflammatory process, and your body reacts by elevating your cholesterol to reduce the inflammation. Did you know that there are benefits to having high cholesterol? We talked about these at the top of the hour. The cell membranes in your body need cholesterol for support and to anchor themselves together. Your mitochondria need cholesterol to produce energy and have normal function. We need cholesterol as a precursor for hormones, specifically testosterone and estrogen, progesterone. Watch this. Cholesterol activates the release of neurotransmitters like serotonin and GABA and dopamine. These are the hormones that make you feel good, feel happy, feel calm, and actually help you think straight. So if you've got a lot of brain fog, maybe it's because you're lowering your cholesterol levels and we can't produce the healthy hormone response. Hey, cholesterol is necessary for normal neurological function. Think of it as fuel for your neurons. It makes your brain active. And today, what a lot of people deal with is brain fog and forgetfulness and cognitive difficulties. Hey, it could be that you're not letting your body utilize your cholesterols properly. We know that cholesterol actually aids in digestion. It's very intimately involved in bile acid production. 
and we see that it's involved in reducing inflammation. You may already know this, but your cholesterol levels are directly connected to your vitamin D levels. So if, for example, your D3 levels are low, your cholesterol levels are going to be off balance. And if your cholesterol levels are off balance, it's often an indication you're not getting enough vitamin D. And here's the interesting thing with this. In the presence of light, so active real sunshine, your body will take cholesterol and somewhat turn it into vitamin D. So if we become deficient in one of the greatest naturally occurring vitamins on the planet, access to real sunlight, what happens is the precursor, squalene, does not get turned into vitamin D and instead squalene conversion is diverted almost always over to LDL formation. In the presence of light, sunlight, you take both vitamin D and cholesterol, which are coming from squalene. And so if we don't get enough sunlight, we shift that squalene conversion to cholesterol. And guys, look, that is one of the primary things we see. Patients we work with that come to us and say, how can you help with lowering my cholesterol naturally? Number one, we run a vitamin D assessment. Number two, we're running insulin sensitivity assessments. Notice how we're not going after the heart. We're looking for functional root causes. We want to find out if A1C is elevated. Is there prediabetes? Is there a challenge with the conversions of sugar? We look at inflammatory markers. Is C-reactive protein high? Is homocysteine high? We're looking at vitamins and minerals. Do you have enough C, E, zinc, selenium? iodine. We're looking to see iron levels. Are you in a state of inflammation? Is ferritin high? Again, CRP high, homocysteine high. And what we do is we start teaching you, hey, look, these are the other reasons more so than just genetics and diet that can cause elevated cholesterols. And often it's a functional response. If your body is in the correct balance, you have the correct ratios and balance of cholesterol. When your body is out of balance metabolically, the reaction is the elevations in cholesterol because cholesterol is a marker of inflammation. It's a method to carry nutrients. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you're deoxygenated, you can actually attach oxygen to a cholesterol molecule and it can help your red blood cells to give you oxygen. This is why so many people that have sleep apnea have elevations in their cholesterols. Ooh, maybe that just, I don't know if that was a word from God directly to you. Maybe it's a Holy Spirit conversation. You might be thinking, I've done everything and I have sleep apnea and they're telling me my cholesterols are high and my triglycerides are high. Why? If you cannot oxygenate yourself while you sleep, your saturation of oxygen goes down. Your brain is smart. Your body's innately designed. It's intelligent. It'll actually say, liver, make more cholesterol. We need you to help carry some oxygen here because the cells are starving and we start to see elevations in cholesterols. Guys, cholesterols carry fat-soluble vitamins. So again, vitamin D, if you're deficient, cholesterol can go up. Vitamin E, if you're deficient, cholesterol can go up. Vitamin uh, A, if you're deficient, can go up. A, D, E, K, vitamin that are fat-soluble. So if you have low fat-soluble vitamins, it only makes sense that your cholesterol is going to go up. So we talked about it could be that you're deficient in naturally occurring vitamins, sunlight, that we don't have enough vitamin D, we're not getting enough fat-soluble vitamins. We talked about it as being an inflammatory response. If you're inflamed, your cholesterols will go up. 
taking a statin to lower your cholesterol numbers, but yet not addressing the inflammation would be like um, bringing the firemen to a fire, but without a fire truck. They're not going to be able to do much. And in fact, a very famous author, Dr. I think his name is Jimmy Bowden, right? Johnny, sorry, Johnny Bowden, the great cholesterol myth, ready? Blaming cholesterol for heart disease is like blaming the firemen for the fire. Let that sink in. If there's a fire raging in a house and the firemen show up and you say the reason the fire was there in the first place is because there's too many firemen, then blaming cholesterol for heart disease and saying it's the cholesterol that's causing the heart disease, that's the same problem. You would never blame a fireman for the fire. In fact, the firemen are there to put out the fire. So we have to look at where is the fire in your body. And guys, it's inflammation. So again, what are the top causes of inflammation? Well, diet can certainly do it. Most of us have a highly inflammatory, high carbohydrate, moderate protein, low fat diet, which has been proven to cause inflammation. If you're looking for a new diet to follow, hey, guess what? In the Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook, I have all of the suggested nutrients, the uh, foods, the supplements, the herbs, and everything that you should be focusing on with your diet to help lower your inflammation, which helps you to bring your cholesterol levels down. You can grab this ebook for free. Simply text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. In addition to giving you the free ebook, we're hosting a masterclass Saturday. It's on November 11th, and on that event, it's live, online. We're going to go through how do you identify using your numbers if you're at true risks for any sort of cardiovascular event or if you're in the functional normal range and what are the underlying causes. So if your blood pressure is high, your cholesterol is high, your triglycerides high, is it a lack of nutrients? And how do you do this? Because most conventional medical physicians don't test vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and cofactors. They just don't do it. So we have to show you some tests that are available for you to actually get a dietary assessment done. Then we have to look at your insulin resistance and find out, hey, even though you've been told you don't have diabetes, where actually is your fasting insulin? If it's high, it causes inflammation. Even if it's normal from a diabetic diagnosis, it may be the reason that the cholesterol is high. Then we have to connect the dots on how hypothyroidism Low thyroid function makes your cholesterol levels go up. Look, if you don't know this or not, when your active T3 levels go down, which is the problem with most people that have thyroid issues, you lose the receptor for cholesterol at a cellular level. So you have receptors that grab the cholesterol molecule and transfer the information, the cholesterol, the fats, the triglycerides, the vitamins into the cell. And then that protein leaves and goes around and tries to grab more back in the liver. And if you have a low thyroid, what we have discovered is the receptors for the cholesterol molecule close down. So in the same nature of how you can have insulin resistance, you may have cholesterol resistance, which means you're not metabolizing your cholesterols. This is why there's such a massive connection between elevated cholesterol and an undiagnosed functional thyroid issue. So we have to show you how do you go deeper than just testing TSH and T4. My entire series for the last four weeks was all about thyroid functionality and how to discover if you have a functional low thyroid. In fact, we just had a masterclass today on that. 
hundreds of people online being set free. And I, I guarantee you, you're going to see cholesterol levels improve over time. Did you know, and we talked about this, that sleep apnea is extremely linked to high levels of cholesterol. And a lot of patients that take statins will say, hey, yeah, I also have sleep apnea. I have a machine at night. It pushes the air into me and it keeps me you know, breathing at night. But again, remember deoxygenation and the, the, the lack of carrying oxygen as an essential nutrient to the cell causes your cholesterol to go up because cholesterol can also bind oxygen and carry it like a red blood cell. Here's one that most people rarely ever pay attention to. It's very common today to have your gallbladder taken out. In fact, they'll blame it on a stone and say, well, we're taking it out because you have stones in your gallbladder. But if you actually go in and look at what those stones are made of, they're often made of calcified cholesterol. A sluggish liver will cause an elevation in cholesterol because HDL carries cholesterol from outside of your body and brings it back into the liver for breakdown, processing, and elimination. Part of how it's eliminated is through your bile systems. So the liquid that the liver produces, bile, will be stored in your gallbladder and it secretes into your intestines so it can be eliminated. The liver removes cholesterol by converting cholesterol into bile salts and can put it into the bile so that it can be excreted. So if you have low bile flow, sluggish liver, what you'll see is a backup of the cholesterol starts to kind of form within the liver, and we see elevations in LDL and total triglycerides and total cholesterol. One of the greatest things you can ever do is have a liver functional assessment, not standard liver enzyme test, AST, ALTs, the, the kinds your medical doctor runs, but like phase one, phase two detoxification assessment, gallbladder emptying assessments. These are tests that we can help you guys to get access to, to discover, is this the reason why your cholesterol levels are elevated in the first place? So what are some things we can do then if we know now what the functional causes of elevated cholesterol? Well, number one, Let's make sure that we really hone in on getting rid of the ultra processed foods and going back to a diet that is high in healthy fats. And I know what you're thinking, doesn't fat elevate cholesterol? Like I was told, no butter, uh, cut out the olive oils, get rid of the coconut oils because they elevate your, tri uh, your, your cholesterol levels. But in fact, a lot of the studies have been shown that they help by reducing inflammation and over time, your cholesterol levels will start to normalize themselves back out. Nuts, which are rich in fiber and high in healthy fats, are an excellent way to help to naturally lower cholesterol levels. There was one study that reviewed over 25 other studies that found by eating healthy levels of nuts, and they identified this as roughly one serving per day, brought down the levels of LDL cholesterol and actually elevated HDL cholesterols and decreased triglycerides at the same time. If I was going to pick one nut to focus on, it would be Brazil because they're extremely high in selenium, which supports thyroid functionality. They're high in uh, anti-inflammatory oils, which helps to neutralize inflammation. They've got great amount of protein, really good fats. It only takes two or three per day, and you get almost all of the base nutrients out of it. Did you know that there are certain anti-inflammatory herbs? And again, why these work is if we want to lower cholesterol, we have to focus on inflammation. Turmeric, 
thanks to the fact that in research it's been shown to be effective against being an anti-inflammatory is an exceptional way to add a healthy herb to your diet to reduce your inflammation. You can stir it directly into coconut milk and drink it as a warm beverage before you go to sleep. You can take its active component curcumin as a supplement. Garlic, again, if you were to start thinking about a food that has more than over 50 studies showing that consumptions of this food product helps to lower cholesterol, it's garlic. Two months of consuming at least one to two cloves of garlic per day can lower your cholesterol levels and reduce your risks of inflammation within your body. Did you know that green tea, of course, the uh, EGCG, the antioxidants that come from it, the cachexins, the cachexins, can lower inflammation. And studies have shown that if you drink one to two cups of green tea per day, it can actually reduce your LDL level cholesterols. And they've even shown that the teas like yerba mate, which is a version of it, will actually help to increase your HDL levels and lower LDLs at the same time. Avocados, okay? I know that you guys used to think it was uh, an apple a day would keep the doctor away. But in 2023, it really needs to be an avocado a day will keep the doctor away. Super high in fiber, extremely high in potassium, very good anti-inflammatory healthy fats. And all of these have been shown to help reduce LDL cholesterol and elevate the HDLs. Not only have avocados been shown to do this, but they can also help with triglycerides at the same time. They reduce the total cholesterol scores, they reduce the LDL scores, they elevate the HDL scores, and they bring the body's ratio back into balance. Okay, let's talk about supplements we can use because if you wanted to really start to hit it, diet is one thing. We definitely need to go that route, but now we need to start working on some anti-inflammation. Niacin has been shown to be a level of, I'll call it quasi-prescriptive alternative to a statin. There are multitudes of studies showing that time-released uh, niacin can help to reduce LDL levels, raise HDL levels, reduce triglycerides, and even reduce the VLDL particles. Some of the studies I have found shows that it can actually do it as much as 68% niacin. Bergamot, which is a essential oil, several studies indicate that this polyphenol from citrus bergamot can support good healthy cholesterol levels because what it does is it helps to metabolize the cholesterol within your body. Again, think of it as like you must use your cholesterol. It has to come out of the liver, go to the cells, deposit what it needs nutrients, fat-soluble vitamins, oxygen, and cholesterol. Then the HDL particle comes around and carries that back to the liver for processing and for rebuild. And what bergamot and citrus bergamot does is it aids in that process. So you can actually increase your metabolism. In fact, there are several over-the-counter natural cholesterol-lowering supplements. And what you'll find is a lot of them use bergamot as a base nutrient. CoQ10. Vitally important in cholesterol metabolism, even more so because statins lower CoQ10 levels. They deplete it from your body. CoQ10 is an enzyme that's been shown to remove excess cholesterol by helping to excrete it through your bile systems. And actually, there are studies that show it can help to prevent the inflammation within the arteries that attracts the cholesterol to it in the first place. You want at least 200 to 300 milligrams of CoQ10 daily to give that anti-inflammatory effect. 
Another nutrient that works hand in hand with bergamot and CoQ10 is berberine. Berberine is a herbal-based product, and several studies, including one I found in the Journal of Metabolism, showed that berberine can reduce cholesterol and triglycerides even in patients that have type 2 diabetes. So with the elevated insulin and the inflammation that elevates causing the cholesterols to go back up, the use of berberine and bergamot and CoQ10 can help to reduce the inflammation, thus making your cholesterols come back on track. So there you go. Everything I just described to you is summarized in the Heart Disease Heal Thyself ebook, which is yours free right now. Text the word thyroid with your name and email. I'm sorry, text the word heart, right? Heart. You could text thyroid if you want because thyroid's involved. Text the word heart with your name and email to 704-906-2094. What you'll get is the ebook free sent straight to you. You'll get access to our master class, Heart Disease Heal Thyself. It's on November 11th where I'm gonna take you through step-by-step step how to identify what's the root cause of your elevated cholesterols. How do you get the right testing, nutrients, cofactors, enzymes, so that your body can heal by itself all for free? Text the word HEART with your name and email to 704-906-2094 and join me next Saturday as we tackle the next big beast, elevated blood pressure. Thanks for us for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.